Welcome to Curtain Jerks on the Comedy Podcast Network. We are back here in full force. All four of us are back. I'm Mark Warzeka. I'm Steve Sears. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Brett Gannell. Nicely done, gentlemen. We're off to a good start here. And you, this, we're all comedians who live in Los Angeles, and we are all lifelong pro wrestling fans. And so, you know, actually, our top story, uh, Curtain Jerks, today is about Kurt Angle. A couple weeks back, there was a big match in the t- on the TNA pay-per-view lockdown between Jeff Jarrett and Kurt Angle. And Kurt Angle did this top-rope Frankensteiner where he ended up landing on his head and neck. Yeah, I need to interrupt here, Mark. Uh, we here at Curtain Jerks, all seriousness, are very concerned with Kurt Angle's well-being. And we're hoping to talk to him to make sure he's okay. So... We feared he might have gotten a concussion. We also know that Kurt's been in trouble for drinking and driving, so we're hoping that he comes. All right. Oh, well, there he is now. Multiple-time oh. world champion and Olympic gold medalist, Kurt Angle. Uh, Kurt, welcome to Curtain Jerks. Gentlemen, it's a pleasure to be talking with you. Uh, Kurt, we saw what happened on lockdown. Are you okay after taking that nasty bump on your head and neck? Am I okay? Am I okay? You know, you know, I've been asked a lot of stupid questions in my life, like, are you Kurt Angle? Or, what does X-Pac skin feel like? Or, are you Kurt Angle? Karen, the door is ringing. What? Kurt, you didn't even answer the question. Hey, I'm all out of bananas. Today of all days. Are you guys in my house? No, Kurt, we're on the phone with you. Uh, we're in California. Kurt, I guess the question is, did you suffer a concussion? <laughs> if I suffered a concussion, I would be speaking in sense and not be making gibberish. Uh-oh. If I was concussed, I'd just tell you guys. I'm a man of integrity. Ah, oh, damn it. Now I'm going to get sued. Sued for what? Sued for saying integrity. It's one of my three eyes. Vince owns them. I can't say them or I get sued. Vince McMahon owns your intensity, integrity, and intelligence? How do you feel about that? It's like when you wipe your ass when you forget to put toilet paper in your hand. Uh, shitty? You try having a good match with Jeff Jarrett. No, I I couldn't. Let's do another round of shots, fellas. To good health. Another round? We haven't even been... We're not in your home. What have you guys tried to explain? Kurt, that? Kurt, Kurt, I hate to ask you this, but are you drinking? I'm pretty sure you have a concussion. And to combine drinking, that's a scary comment. Spell it. Spell what? Spell it. Spell concussion. All right. C-O-N-C-U-S-S. S-S. Nazi. What? I wrestled for the United States of America and won a gold medal with a broken freaking neck. And here you are spreading Nazi propaganda. Get out of my house. I'm not in your house, but if you'd like me to go, then... If it's and butts were my Olympic nuts, then Raka Khan would still put them in her mouth. <laughs> what? <laughs> Shut up, you guys. I don't want to talk about that. It's a personal issue, and you promised this was going to be fun. Kurt, look, we're really worried about you. Have you seen a doctor? Yeah. Dr. Stevie said I was fine. Karen, the door is ringing. Karen? Get your hands off my wife. What? No, Kurt, are you talking about Karen Jarrett? I'm sorry to say, but, you know, you're no longer married to Karen. She's with Jeff Jarrett now. Oh, I know. You know how idiotic you sound right now. Why would anyone marry a walking mustache dump that the honky-tonk man took? 
We don't know the full story, Kurt. Look, you sound terrible. Hey, did you guys watch Endgame yet? I'm the star actor person in a major motion DVD picture. We haven't yet. Uh, We're really looking forward to watching it, though, Kurt. Do you need a minute? Uh, We can do this later if you want. Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that Olympic gold. (laughs) Hey, I want to do that again. Oh, yeah, you recently said that you wanted to compete in the Olympics again. Uh, Kurt, is this true? Yeah, I want to win twice. Double win. Winner again, gold guy. Me, metal neck. Wrestle. Wrestle neck metal. Win, wrestle gold, USA, me. All right, Kurt, you clearly me. need medical me attention. Sorry, but we're going to have to go, buddy. You, you hey, have to go. We hope that things work out for you, you soon. You don't even know. Hey, I'm going to win. Take me, care, Kurt. Me win gold. Olympic wrestle TNA USA. Karen the door rings. Bye, Kurt. Bye, Kurt. Are you Kurt Angle? Really, really sad. Oh, guys, that was wow. sad. That was rough. Well, let's get on to the wrestling news. Now, when we do the wrestling news on this show, we don't look. It's not a comprehensive look as rest on the wrestling yeah, news, no. as I always say. This is like we just talk about the stuff that's happening in wrestling. It's all real. It's all true. But it's all the stuff that we're interested in in professional wrestling. What's been going on over the last couple of weeks that's been fascinating to us? Like WWE has decided to remove the term wrestling from all of their branding. So, that, so like KFC now goes by KFC instead of Kentucky Fried Chicken. WWE is going to do that now. They're just going to call themselves WWE. They're never going to say the word wrestling on the show anymore. But is it still going to be WWE Entertainment? Is, is it, it still going to be entertaining? I think that's what Brett's asking. No, that's their whole thing. They want. They think they're an entertainment company, and so they don't. They want to focus on that and not the wrestling aspect of what they do anymore. Is that how they said it in their press release? We think we're an entertainment company, <laughs> and this we is what we like. We think we entertain be. people. So I assume it's going to be WWE Mania and WWE Mania One and WWE Mania Two, since it's. If they can't say wrestling anymore, are they they're gonna have gonna call it, They're just gonna call it the mania now. Well, it's just gonna be the symbol, the symbol mania, like that squiggly <laughs> oh, like thing. Prince. Yeah, symbol mania, Sim- symbol mania. And I guess they want to. Ex- they're saying they want to expand into other realms of entertainment, but they're not being specific yet about what those might be. Well, it's kind of funny because it seems like they really want to. They always want to spread out into something new, but they never seem to focus on what they're good at. And how far are we out from the KFC switching over to just KFC? And then now they've already had that retro campaign where, where they're they going back, back and call it back. The K- best Kentucky Fried Chicken all the time. Have you guys ever heard the the rumor? There's like an urban legend about KFC. This is true that like the reason that they changed their name to KFC was because there's not enough actual chicken, chicken in, in the, the chicken yeah. for it to be that called they were, KFC. They were growing these strange <laughs> little like weird watermelon creatures that just had too many legs and not enough heads, and that way they could get like. Eight drumsticks per body. That was I, I remember this. I don't think it was a rumor. I think it was. Uh, I think it, was it was absolutely true. <laughs> it was an urban legend for sure. But you know, talk, there was a uh, study that came out about Taco Bell's ground beef not long ago. Yeah. That said there's only like thirty percent ground beef and their ground beef. So what's the percentage of entertainment in WWE? Uh, roughly about the same, I think. Yeah. And the wrestling too. The WrestleMania only had what an hour and a half of wrestling in a four hour show. So it's yeah, the same yeah. thing. Probably, right? It's only probably about 20, 30% wrestling now anyway. And that's why you get that little weird nugget of shit that occasionally pops up, which was Snooki this year. It's just a... <laughs> oh, it's like you're having a taco and you're chewing on something. You're like, what is this? And you pull it out. It's like, it's not a bone. It's, it's not snooky. meat. But it's, 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 it's is that for WWE? 
Yeah. yeah, I feel like I was about 5% entertained by WrestleMania this year. Yeah. I think you mean Mania? By Womania. With Womania. Womania one. In honor to us, Edge's uh, last match being a curtain jerk at WrestleMania. Yes. <laughs> the uh, Well, what else is going on? Chris Jericho, unfortunately for him, he's been voted off of Dancing with the Stars, but he says he's going to come back to WWE soon with a new character. The new character. Ooh, Ooh a he's constantly reinventing himself, though. No, really, he is. I mean, yeah. I think he's great. I can't wait for him to come back because they desperately need him right now. Yeah, they de- yeah they really do. Yeah, Ray, he, did you he, watch Dancing with the Stars? I watched the first episode because he was going to be on it. How do you do? Yeah, how, uh, tell us about it. He was he's too big to be a dancer. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's, he's too always, muscular. Yeah, it's about the outfit that he was wearing. Though. Well, he I mean they did something where he ripped the sleeves off of his his the arms of his shirt and stuff. Did he have a mirrored dress shirt? Uh, no, he didn't. But that would have been cool if he did. But no, he. It looked. I mean, he didn't do bad. But uh, from even from the news that I had saw about him leaving, it's gotten to the point where if uh, he is too like not well known into the mainstream, that that's how people get eliminated at this point. There's nobody that's left that's less famous than he is. So those are the people that are going to go. But if you voted just, for him, right? I never voted. If for you him just slap the lion tamer on somebody, now he won't be on the show. That uh, that would be great. Broke yeah. her spine, if and then she, he if, been so if his dance partner got a code breaker at the end, it would have been awesome. <laughs> Brett, you are an avid WWE action figure collector. Do you think yes. they're going to do a special like Jericho uh, Dancing with the Stars type figure? Uh, if they do, I think I'd get it. You, would it yeah. be a, a two pack, or would it just be? It'd him be a two pack. It would have an to be invisible figure, and no. he's sort of like it would have to be him and his dance partner. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I would get him, and I I have a ring set up in my home office, and I would I'll, have. Jericho you wouldn't get you wouldn't get like up. a hardwood floor playset with like. If with it, a, it all depends on what it came with. with There's a lot of accessories and... that come with them sometimes, and if it came with a hardwood. <laughs> Floor, if it came with the judges, I would set it all up. Would it come with a Tom Bergeron doll? I, it, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what I would pay for it if it didn't. You, know I mean? you well, how did your you just moved, Brett? You moved from a one apartment to a different apartment, but you have a uh, extensive action figure collector I- collection in a display case. Mm-hmm. Did you move those with care as you I, went from one home I to did. the next? It's one of the first things that got set up at the new place. <laughs> you left that actually, alone? Brett, you said apartment? earlier today that you took 40 trips. Were you just doing per figure? Uh, like, yeah. Well, because I wrap each figure in bubble wrap and then walk it over personally. <laughs> did tag teams get to go together? or were Tag they... teams do get to go together. Okay. But yeah, separate wrapping, yeah. right? Separate wrapping. What yeah. about wrestlers and their managers? Did they go together or separate? Uh, only the uh, giant Gonzalez and Harvey Whippleman went over together because I didn't think Gonzalez would be able to understand what was going on without him. Yeah, and you true. just you moved across the street from where you were before, right? Like Kitty Corner. Yeah. So you took the golf cart, little golf cart ring, across the street from, <laughs> from WrestleMania Three. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved that. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, what else? Go WWE has hired a two-time Emmy-winning soap opera writer. He's 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 been working on Young Young and the Restless for a really long time. It is now going to be part of the WWE creative team. I no joke. I actually think this is a a great idea, and B I can't believe I can't, what I can't believe. <laughs> can't that, say no joke and then say it's a great idea that they hired an Emmy award winning soap opera writer. Well, this is why I think that though, because and I mean it because their programming is more like a soap opera than anything else on television. Yeah, it's a male soap opera. It's a male soap opera. Yeah. They're new every week. It never stops. There's not an off season. You got to tell long-term stories for the characters. 
I've always thought they should hire a soap opera writers. And they're used to writing on an every, like a five-day-a-week schedule yeah. as opposed to getting two shows together. <laughs> this is going to be like a light schedule for this yeah, guy. He's exactly, be like, whoa, yeah. only two hours a week? Awesome. Well, to be <laughs> fair, I think it's only fair that they then hire Steve Sears and his acting school to go there to also teach the wrestlers how to act for soap opera slash wrestling slash entertainment company. <laughs> when you're serious, you look inside the camera. Oh okay. boy! Uh, that little and how nugget much do people was for free. For this type of advice, <laughs> dude. Well, if I get ringside tickets, I, I'd be pretty happy. <laughs> but and and also, like, I mean, come on, let's the wrestling, the acting on wrestling is just as hammy as it is on soap operas. It's, in fact, it's probably better on sure. soap yeah, operas. Yeah. I I think it's better on wrestling because it's more enjoyable to watch the decisions and where they decide to go uh, on wrestling than I think in soap operas. In soap operas, it's very cliched. Yeah. I feel like when you're watching wrestling and suddenly someone's supposed to get very emotional, they sort of do something really weird or strange or like Orton will pop both of his shoulders out of his socket because he'll hit the ring. Or Why whatever. did you gesture to me? Because uh, you told me that story about how he, you know, busted both his shoulders. Okay. It's funny that soap operas are, uh, they're all getting canceled now. So yeah, I are. guess I guess the true longevity story here was if in All My Children, if they were every now and then breaking out into a steel cage match, that show would still be on the air. <laughs> the, I was just watching... Until they stopped calling them soap operas and just called them soapers. They just, yeah. They don't want to use S- the word soap anymore. S-O-A-P. Yeah. <laughs> or opera, so it's just... Sopras. Daytime television. <laughs> I was, uh, you know, watching One Life to Live this past week. I actually was... Or, no, what, One Day... No, what, what's One, one Life to Live? One Day at a Time, like... And Mark, you have an extensive collection of One Life to Live action <laughs> figures. I think I was watching One Life to Live. I was visiting my grandma, and she was watching a soap opera with uh, with Erica Kane on it, who's uh, Susan Lucci's character. Susan Lucci's the, the soap opera actress who's been nominated for an Emmy like 20 times and never won she or won, something. She won once. Oh, did she? she yeah. Well, congratulations. She to took Steve's acting school. <laughs> but she was doing she was doing the scene that reminded me of a scene from wrestling. She was like speaking to herself in a mirror the whole time, and it reminded me of the time when um, Vince McMahon introduced the NWO into WWE. Do you guys remember this? Mm, yes. And they did this like episode long storyline where he's you think he's talking to Vince was talking to someone else, but he was actually talking to himself in a mirror the whole time. And I Ooh. thought. See, this is what I'm talking about. Soap operas Susan and wrestling Lucci. are similar. <laughs> and Susan Lucci would be a great WrestleMania guest host. <laughs> Didn't she already? The, wasn't she year. already part of one in the past? I almost think she was. She probably wasn't like WrestleMania 2 or something, yeah, yeah. wasn't she? Like a billion years ago. Michelle McCool is leaving WWE. Uh, no one knows why yet. It hasn't been reported why yet, but she is definitely leaving. I think Taker's forcing her out because she wants him to tattoo her whole name on his neck, and he won't do it. <laughs> yeah. Neck tattoos that go all the way around look like a collar. What was <laughs> up with that? You're, you're referring to when Undertaker had the name Sarah of his ex-wife. Sarah. Tattooed. I mean, she was his wife at the time. Tattooed on his freaking neck. That was badass. It was badass until he got divorced. Yeah, and then it like was an just, idiot. And That's then it was Big just Show. painful, Mark. <laughs> That's why Big Show did his on the back of his neck. It upped the value of my Undertaker action figure that actually has the Sarah stand on his neck. Though. Is that true? Yeah, How much yeah. does I, Wizard price it at? Uh, I don't know. I that think you was mean a WWE Toy Fair, Scott? Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, no. Big Show has a tattoo of his quest on his neck. Yeah, back it's that big old tiger on his arm. <laughs> Oh, she's good looking. Yeah. Oh no, Mark's into the beasts. I like. Well, I have a thing for Vicky Guerrero. Don't you call her a beast? I thought it was Scott. 
She has looked better. She looks better now than she's ever looked. Like yeah, a you can shave Panther. a piece. She's but, really done a number on Dolph Ziggler's new look. But I, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh God. You know, we I don't have that on the list, but we should talk about that. Mm-hmm. What on earth are these people thinking? He got neutered. This guy. He's got this. He's got this great look. He's got this blonde, slick black back hair. Bleach, bleach blonde. Yeah, bleach not black, blonde, not right? Slick black. So he's noticeable. It's different. No one else looks like him. They tell him to shave his head off. Now he looks like every every plain indie wrestler in the on Tough Enough. Right, right. Terrible idea. Well, he reinvented big, himself. They've got big long term plans for Ziggler. Like they have got. The entire year planned. Doing two minute jobs for Randy Orton on Raw for the next year. (laughs) For the next year, yeah, yeah. They didn't even do a hair versus hair match or something like that in order to then shave his head and have him be embarrassed by it. Yeah, for fuck's sake, do a hair versus hair match with extreme rules. With they've been so extreme, like a a giant pair of shears. I mean, at least make some money off of it. Do a storyline off of it. God, I'm mad about it. <laughs> oh, wait. Uh-oh. You're gonna, are you going to well, keep it real? Like getting, yeah, Is your work? Dolph Ziggler figure's value going to go up now? If we, you I have don't the have one? one. Oh, no. Uh, actually, Brett shaved its head when I he did. saw it happen. Yeah. <laughs> I colored it with a brown magic marker. But, hey, maybe Undertaker's just a little overprotective of Michelle McCool, though. That yeah. could be possible. He could add her pulled off the road. He doesn't see. I, 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 I could like... actually see him pull her off the road and then out of the window of her car. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't seem like he'd be a tender type of... Uh, Boy, a husband. I don't he doesn't. Yeah, and he's he's spending all of his time home now, and she was away. That's true. Maybe he just wants her home. You know, he doesn't want her running around uh, all over the country with these with these uh, wrestlers. Lotharios. Showing her coin slot. Showing what? Her coin slot. <laughs> what? It's the top of the butt crack. What? And more acting tips like that from Steve Sears. It's not an acting tip. It's just a well, if you general, pub- it, gen- general publicity. If, if the top of someone's butt crack publicity? is exposed, you, that's their coin slot? Yeah. I've never heard that before. I thought it's you were like referring to something else. It is? Yeah, but if you stick a quarter in it, you're not going to get a soda. You're probably going to get a, like a, a slap or a punch in the face. What have you gotten in the past? When I, Well, you can drop a pencil in there and people get like, whoa! People? People. Gen- genderless people? Yeah, he goes man or woman. Yeah, if you see it, you gotta attack it. Do you do this to strangers or just people you know or they everybody? They need to learn. <laughs> That's a tip for you, everybody. Tuck in your shirt. <laughs> the, um, oh boy, the WWE draft uh, just happened recently. And this is what they did. They had John Cena be the first guy drafted on the show. First one drafted, John Cena to SmackDown. Huge, huge pop. For ratings that skyrocketed at that moment. The global ratings network mm-hmm. that was used in Rollerball, the remake, just skyrocketed. Two hours and ten minutes later, end of the show, John Cena traded back to Raw. Who did they trade him for? It, no, they don't do it like that. They just... How was that? Tra- I, should say, I shouldn't say traded. Drafted back to Raw. He's sent back to Raw. So basically it was a two-hour and ten-minute joke, a swerve, I guess. Yeah. Hilarious prank. Oh, really? Hilarious? Yeah. Hilarious. <laughs> it's, like tell, it's like the middle of July and you tell your kids, like, uh, should hey, we, guess should I, I'm sorry, should we mute the microphones again because we're laughing so hard? <laughs> and how funny this prank is? Yes. It'd be like, you'd be like, hey, kids, guess what? Santa Claus is going to come in the middle of July. Extra special Santa Claus trip. And we're going to find your parents? And we're going to get you that organ transplant you needed? <laughs> and then the next morning, you just be like, oh, none of that's happening. Get nope. back in the bathtub. The ice is melting. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, this reminded me of, um, this reminded me of, be, be, I was on the road with, um, 
with Second City once a while back, the comedy troupe, and we were doing a corporate show. Every once in a while, we get hired to do corporate shows. It'd be like a company would have their yearly seminar. They bring all their employees together. They have them do workshops during the day, and they have some entertainment for them at night. And um, so we were part of the entertainment. But this company, we were down in Florida, and uh, the company, which I'm not going to name, was um, was uh, invited us down to be part of the entertainment. So we're down there for three days. And the company had been doing really well the last year. And so they uh, they uh, were having a big party at the end of the seminar. And the employees were saying to us during the week, uh, we're really excited because we know we've had a really good year and we're not supposed to know, but the company's hired Jimmy Buffett to perform on the last night of the seminar. We're having a party open bar and they've brought in Jimmy Buffett. And they're all saying this. They're so excited. I'm a lifelong Jimmy <laughs> Buffett fan. They're like really thrilled, right? So then we get invited to come to this to the to the party. So we're like, yeah, we'll we'll, we'll go. Jimmy Buffett's gonna be there. So they, you know, so they so they get us our own table, and uh, and we're sitting there and we're having drinks. And the vice president of the company comes up to us and she goes, "Well, you." The employees tonight are going to be so surprised. And we go, yeah, you know, I don't know if you know, but we've heard already. They already know Jimmy Buffett's going to be here tonight. She goes, no, well, that's the surprise. We've spread a rumor that Jimmy Buffett is going to be performing tonight, but it's not Jimmy Buffett. It's a Jimmy Buffett impersonator. And he's so much like Jimmy Buffett. They're going to be so surprised. She thinks this is the this is the worst <laughs> surprise of all time. Oh, of course. And she thinks this is just thrilling. So we're like, oh my god, we got to stay and watch this train wreck and see what the fuck happens, right? <laughs> so, so she gets up on stage, and she goes, "Ladies and gentlemen, we've had a great year. Congratulations! Here he is, Jimmy Buffett." She just introduces this guy as Jimmy yeah. Buffett. She goes, "Here he is, Jimmy Buffett." Onto the stage comes not Jimmy Buffett. Just some guy Little Asian in a Hawaiian guy. t-shirt. In a Hawaiian t-shirt. And he just, with a band, they just break out into Margaritaville. Place goes crazy. Everyone at first thinks it's Jimmy Buffett. He starts playing Margaritaville. And as the songs be played, you see this like slowly everyone stops dancing starts turning and whispering to each other they're just completely not moving at all looking at this guy and as soon as he finishes margaritaville they all run over to the open bar and just start slamming drinks and we're like let's get out of here this is so awkward and awful and we came back an hour later there were only like 15 people left wasted doing a conga line for, as not Jimmy Buffett saying Blowing Jimmy, a Jimmy Buffett, Buffett impersonator yeah but so this John Cena <laughs> swerve reminded me of the Jimmy Buffett surprise that I experienced on uh, tour years ago. I have a quick uh, question about the surprise. The company. I know you don't want to mention it. But I, did you learn your lesson? Are you never gonna? <laughs> are you never gonna do any more retreats with uh, OCP? I, I, I'm not gonna say who it was, but yes, I've learned my lesson, okay. and I hope they have too from the loss of my business. <laughs> <laughs> never gonna buy Chevy again. <laughs> Take that, Vivid Entertainment. Well, well, what about Awesome Kong? One of my favorite acts of the last five years or so. She's finally coming into. WWE, and she uh, has gotten a new name, Karma, spelled with a K, K-H-A-R-M-A, right? Yes. I, I Is TNA really that like strict that they 
we're not going to let her keep her name if she went somewhere else? No, I think what WWE does is they want to rebrand the people because they want to own all the names. Mm -hmm. And I guess they didn't want her to be named Awesome Kong, right? Or she didn't want to sell the name to them. Yeah. One or the other. She's a big, sort of scary-looking woman. Yeah, I just think that her name should have been a little bit like bigger. rougher than karma yeah, yeah. yeah. it doesn't fit it well, doesn't unless fit. she yeah. unless she's always saying it's a bitch like whenever she doesn't yeah like knocking people's she sodas over that, yeah, and putting yeah. people through tables the vignettes we i the vignettes yeah, the are pretty cool so i'm a far, bitch though. because she's karma oh that's even better yeah i'm a bitch i'm a bitch okay. whatever what, what happened there was and then she smokes Kong, a stogie and then uh odb the odb she's on the indie scene i should bring her in she was a good act too. She was Hot. she was in the original Tough Enough. She was uh, one of the final like twenty or so. Really? She didn't make the cut, and she was doing ODB then. She has a little segment in the because I was watching it on DVD the other day, and uh, yeah, she has her audition, and she's like, "Hey, I'm one dirty bitch," and <laughs> she made it the final cut, but she looks really different. Wait, she looks really young. Could you do a little bit more of that voice, please? I'm a dirty bitch. Mark, <laughs> Mark, come on, Mark, hands above the table. <laughs> More, more, Scott Moore. You're into those beastly women. Yeah. <laughs> Picturing ODB and Vicky Guerrero making out. Oh, we no, who's that at the door? Up. Awesome Kong just... <laughs> she was knocking at the door, but then she came in through the wall. <laughs> Shockmaster style. If they, hey, if they book her right, she will be a huge draw for WWE, but this is how they have to book her. She has to come in and just... Completely fucking kick all the divas' asses yeah, yeah. for the next. She's got all the way to WrestleMania. Them. All the way. Yeah, to no, no, that no, might no, be no, why no, Michelle no, McCool. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. All the way to Romania. <laughs> Michelle McCool was like, "I'm getting the hell yeah, out of here before this this, <laughs> this woman lady's gonna whip my ass, beats the shit out of me." Wash your ass. <laughs> She's a great character, and she could be a great draw for that company. They I haven't had a good one piece swimsuit. Re- female wrestler in a long time. Uh, May Young? Since, <laughs> since yeah. Fabulous Moolah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the old one-piece swimsuit. There's a great one-piece uh, swimsuit throwback lady wrestler on NWA Hollywood, which is a local promotion by us that we follow that Steve loves her, Thunder Kitty. She's awesome. What do you like about Thunder Kitty so much, <laughs> Steve? I saw her in Hollywood and I yelled, Hey, Thunder Kitty! Actually, I was, I, was terrified to say it. I was terrified to say it, so I told Scott to say it, <laughs> and Scott said it, and then she turned and looked at us. It got embarrassed. But she got really embarrassed, but I waved, and she was like, thank you, and then she kept walking. But <laughs> when she's in the ring, she turns into this 1930s, like, gangster wrestler lady. It's a it's cool awesome. gimmick. But what did she thank you for? You didn't, like, compliment her. You just went, hey, Thunder Kitty. I really said, appreciate you. that. Thank you. <laughs> I recognized what she yeah. was capable of. And I wanted her to know that I appreciated but it. Did you tell her any of that? I yelled it <laughs> when, I, when I forced Via Scott to yell me. it. Yeah. She appreciated it. So if I go, hey, if I see you on the street in Hollywood, I go, hey, Steve, you'll go, thank you. <laughs> you are welcome. Fun. You're welcome. <laughs> or we go, thank you. Like, like Thunder Kitty? Yeah, like Thunder Kitty. I don't even think she said thank you. I think she just waved back. Your upper lip I is am, sweating. That's because I'm just thinking about her and then also Mark... <laughs> 
uh, complimenting me like that just really got me going. He was lying. I didn't mean it. You yeah. didn't? No, it was just a role-playing exercise. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I should write that down for my acting school. Role-playing. Uh, well, you know, we've got a Facebook. It's it's uh, facebook.com slash curtain jerks. And please go on there and let us know what you'd like to hear us talk about on the show. And one of our fans, one of our big fans, Nancy Edwards, she posted on our Facebook wall and asked us to talk about what we think Rey Mysterio feels about Sin Cara coming into the promotion and basically taking his spot, right? Yeah. Do we think he's challenged? What do we think? I heard he ordered a dozen new masks. <laughs> Faceless masks? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can't see his face He's closing there. the eyes up and he's putting <laughs> horns on all of them. Uh-oh, that's a bad sign for Rey Mysterio when he starts putting horns on his stuff. I think Ray Mysterio doesn't give a shit. I think Ray has been phoning it in for a while. Yeah, yeah. He looks I agree. not into it lately. But did you see in the SmackDown, the most recent SmackDown, he had a, a pretty decent match with Mark Henry. Mark Henry, now that he's a heel, is seems to be a little bit more into it himself than he has been lately. I can't believe Mark Henry has actually been working for the company as long as he has. Like, think of when Mark Henry started. It was a long-ass time ago. I'm surprised they haven't humiliated him more. They have a lot. Yeah. He was having sex with Mae Young. <laughs> Steve has a look Steve. on his face that doesn't think that that's a bad thing, actually. Yeah. Like, and? What's so bad about that? You're still in the middle of a Thunder Kitty fantasy right now. That's what I think's happening. Bringing him over to <laughs> SmackDown. NWA Hollywood's a great promotion. Bringing <laughs> Sin Cara over to SmackDown, though, is like a what is the company thinking if they're going to have both of these guys on the same show, it doesn't make well, a no, lot of sense. Well, no, they moved Ray to Raw. Oh, yeah, yeah, they did. Didn't That's why, yeah, Sorry, so yeah. they switched them. So St. Carl will be basically taking Ray's spot on Raw. I bet you I know why they're doing it now, even from tell us, management. Tell us, tell uh, us, Because he tends to botch his fucking intros so much that he would probably want him on tape now so that they can edit his intros that if he That really may be on. part of it. Yeah. Or, or his moves, because they can edit his moves if he's on SmackDown, if he, if he screws something up. So yeah. we'll know if he does one of those Hurricane Rana helicopter things and it goes on for eight minutes and then the wrestler he's doing it to keeps changing yeah <laughs> and we know that they've uh, they're it fiddling goes from with the jack editing. swagger to sheamus to jack swagger to sheamus <laughs> and then he wins the match against uh Horse whoever's Waddle. on smackdown thunder kitty yeah. she just got drafted Good product, hey congratulations, congratulations. thunder kitty <laughs> Thank if you. you see her make sure to say hey thunder kitty i will um so yeah no, I've completely lost my spot thinking about Thunder <laughs> well, Kitty. Now you think about Thunder Kitty. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else to say. Uh, well, you know, we've got some. Um, there's a great article or a series of articles that my friend Greg Parks has been doing in the Pro Wrestling Torch newsletter. He's looking at antiquated wrestling regulations. So he's done a ton of research into state laws and which states regulate professional wrestling. So I thought it'd be fun to talk about a little bit here. Uh, well, only about half, he's found out that only about half the states in the country regulate professional wrestling, which means there's some kind of overseeing governing body. When I was a wrestling ring announcer, which I did for a long time, about five years or so, on indie, indie shows uh, in the Midwest, I had to get a ring announcing license. Like somebody from the commission would show up and they'd make you get a, buy a license. They make all the wrestlers buy wrestling licenses. Did which, you have to do your vocal scales and have to <laughs> prove that you could be a ring announcer? No, it was a total bullshit racket is what it was. It was a racket. But they would send a doctor to all the shows. And it was all, in Michigan, it was almost always the same doctor. This guy had to be 98 years old. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he would give the guys, no kidding, he would have to give all the wrestlers in the show a hernia check. 
before they could go out and wrestle. Have to give or let them have? I don't know. <laughs> it was some. It seemed like there was some gray area there. He, this dude, would <laughs> yeah, sh- that guy's pubic hair and beard and hair. <laughs> it was creepy. This guy would show up. He'd put on these latex gloves, and the rest same would, ones every time. <laughs> probably the wrestlers would line up in the locker room. Drop trow and go and one by one he would give them a hernia check like turn your head and golf before they could wrestle on the show. I, I'm surprised he didn't right do before it they after went out the on show their, because that's when they'd be at risk for hernias. I, well, that's true, but yeah, again, I had to buy. It was fifty dollars a year to be a ring announcer to buy my ring announcing license, and for wrestlers, I don't know what it was. How's more. your hernia? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> oh, it never felt better. I had a hernia every show. <laughs> Self-induced, but they would get like so. You were supposed to re-up it annually, you know. So I bought it initially, and then I show up to work a show, and um, the commission's there, and they go, "Your ring." Right before the show's about to start, they go, "Your license is expired. You can't ring announce this show unless you pay us fifty bucks right here, right now." I mean, it was a total like. Was hold, there any hold expiration up. date on the on the actual card? Did you get a card? Yeah, you, yeah, you get a card. Yo, there was an expiration date, and I by, had not renewed. Were it. they flanked by guys in zoot suits and <laughs> they, little gray fedoras? They should have been, right? <laughs> but I was like, I'm not. I'm only making twenty bucks to even work the show, so I wasn't gonna pay fifty bucks right then and there. So the the promoter paid it for me. How about no, that? Sabu yeah, paid it. It was Sabu's show. So thank you, Sabu, for fifty dollar. Uh, Bring it out. He could once. probably use that back. <laughs> yeah, he, he needs it now. <laughs> uh, uh, so, so about half the states don't regulate pro wrestling. But here are some of the things that Greg has found here. In New Jersey, they only regulate what they refer to as extreme pro wrestling. And he asked them what that means, what's extreme pro wrestling mean. And he was told by them that they it's, a, it's quote, an activity where the wrestlers struggle hand-to-hand and cut, slash, or strike each other or themselves with an implement to intentionally cause bleeding or perform any intentional act which would reasonably be expected to call which would be reasonably expected to cause bleeding. So basically Rick Flair's whole career yeah, yeah. <laughs> could not happen in New Jersey. Could not happen yeah. in New Jersey. <laughs> There's some real you know most of these things are not enforced. They're just yeah, yeah, antiquated yeah. laws on the books. Uh, how about this one in Delaware? Permit to run a wrestling event in the state much, must include the stage names of the participants as well as their real names. Uh, match descriptions must be included, listing what wrestlers are involved, who wins, and even the move that will end the match. Oh, so they just want spoilers. <laughs> they, they do. They put it all online. They, they just really don't that care to watch the show. That stuff has to be show. all filed before the, it actually even happens. That's what it says. That's what it says. This would be bad for Vince McMahon, who changes his mind during the middle of broadcasts and what the hell he wants to have happen at the end. Licenses for referees, timekeepers, and seconds in Idaho must include previous experience in that role and three character references on the application. (laughs) Character references in the world of wrestling? Yeah. Wow. Who would have been your three character uh, references had you had to do this, Mark? Well, Sabu. Uh Uh-huh, Sabu. Uh, Chris Benoit. (laughs) Okay. And Terry Funk. Ooh, nice. Yeah, they, I, yeah, I might have they, reordered those. <laughs> Chris Benoit at that time. I put him at the top. Was alive. Huh? Uh, <laughs> Kentucky defines pro wrestling as an event where, quote, participating wrestlers may not be required to use their best efforts in order to win. So basically, it's fake. Is yeah. What Kentucky is saying, right? There's no blading in Kentucky. However, blood capsules can be used as long as the authority is contacted three days prior to the event. The 
the blood capsule company? The or? blood capsule authorities, yes. Yeah. Wait, would they allow the condoms uh, filled with blood? <laughs> I think that should count as a blood capsule. Oh, okay. I think that should. Or the hard-boiled egg filled with uh, corn syrup. Well, you know what's funny? That's, a, that's if you're pretending to shoot somebody. Shut up. You know when you talk to, when you talk to non-wrestling fans? Oh, you chuck fans, the egg, and it mm. looks like they get shot. Yep. When you talk to non-wrestling fans... <laughs> Brett, yeah. the eggshell are bone fragments. Uh-huh. <laughs> non-wrestling fans always think... <laughs> non-wrestling fans always think that the blood is fake in wrestling. When, of course, it's not. The sad truth no, is... No, it could be a hard-boiled egg, or it could be an eggshell. No, it's been almost never a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> I would say it's Steve. never been a hard-boiled egg. <laughs> uh, promoters in Maryland must operate their event in a, quote, safe, peaceable, and orderly fashion. And, wow. and Scott, you're going to like this. Okay. No, no grease, lotion, or foreign substances are permitted on the body in Missouri. Yeah, it, it gets too squirrely. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah. like to see botch moves when everybody's just so slippery. But they look so good. Like oh, Brett wow. right now is totally ripped because he baby oiled up before we started. It. <laughs> it's eggshell. Fingernails will be trimmed closely for competitors in Iowa. Not toenails. What if you're a savage? And now what if you're the guy who comes out without boots <laughs> yeah, yeah. or socks? The missing link. Or you something. can grow those fingernails, toenails out as long as you want them, and scrape your opponent with them. I guess. <laughs> if you know, if you for the scraping. <laughs> You, if you balance just right, you could add about six to seven inches to your height if you uh, walk like a ballerina. In Alaska, physicals are conducted within 72 hours of the event, and females are tested for pregnancy. But they still get to wrestle. They still do. That law is mostly for the Palin family. In, <laughs> in, well, they want to count that fetus as an Alaskan resident, probably. <laughs> in Rhode Island, this is disappointing. In Rhode Island, no people versus animal matches are allowed. I'm sorry, guys. Mm. Sorry, Vicky Guerrero. Hey. No Rhode Island for you. Why hey, well, that, that Mark, that just means she's safe. <laughs> yeah. It just means they can't do any sort of uneven matchup. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, right. she's safe. She's safe. Guys, we're out of time for this episode of Curtain Jerks. Yeah. Go to our Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. And also, our next episode. Is this okay if I give a preview? Sure. Give our next preview. episode is going to be solely and wholly dedicated to the WWE film The Chaperone. Which we have all watched and will review for you on the next show. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, thanks, as always, to uh, everyone at the Comedy Podcast Network, including Meredith Spivey. And I'm Mark Worsecka. And I'm Steve Sears. And I'm Scott Narver. And I'm Brecken L. Very smooth. Please join us next time. Bye bye. Bye. For more funny stuff for your eyes and ears, go to ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.